You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio for 24-7. It's Terrific Tuesdays with the motivator, Jazzy G. Morning Coffee with the motivator, Jazzy G. Featuring Cheryl Star. Star. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Morning Coffee with yours truly, the motivator, Jazzy G. Here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart. On iHeart. And today, beloveds, is Terrific Tuesday. That's right. It's Terrific Tuesday. It's all about rainbows and Skittles and Fruit Loops and all that good stuff that go with it. It's a Terrific Tuesday. So you got to get up, get out, do what you got to do, make it happen for yourself on this Terrific Tuesday. And I got my partner in crime by my side. She's the funny lady. That's right. Tickle your funny bone at every step of the way. She's the incomparable Chef Star. It's Cheryl Star. Good morning, Jazzy G. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. <laughs> twinkle, twinkle, my soul motivators. Thank y'all for listening in. Yes, it is Terrific Tuesday. And y'all know what I do. Turn up Taco Tuesday. Ow. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. That's my guilty pleasure, so motivators. Y'all know my Tuesdays is the taco day. Yeah, that's right. Love me some tacos. You would think I'm uh, born and I'm a Mexican on the low. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all good, man. Good, good, good food, man. We just love good food. You know what I'm saying? Taco Tuesday fit because they always get the discount. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know what, too? I'm I like tacos. Like back in the days, they 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 wasn't as creative because I didn't have fish tacos, shrimp tacos, lamb tacos back I in the know. days, you know. But now, what you get all types they of tacos. They had in California today. for a long time. California right, had right. that for a long time because I remember the first time I got they fish taco, all kinds of different kind of tacos, shrimp taco. And it was all in that Cali. Stuff. California, yeah, it was in Cali. It was way back in Cali's the day. Cali's by the border. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yes, yes, we're going to get some tacos later. Turn it. <laughs> hey, and on this terrific Taco Tuesday, we couldn't get this all done, couldn't have the fun that we have, and it wasn't for this man right here. That's right. He is the maestro himself, right? The smooth operator. The man that does it all. That's right. Keep this show go. That's right. Go win, the go one. win, go on. One and the only Master King, DJ Nelson, the Mike. What up, Nelson? What up, Jazzy G? Good morning, Nelson. Well, Jazzy G's trying to call you a battery. Oh. <laughs> He's going and going and going. You a battery. <laughs> He's a man. He's a man. You always start something. You always got to start something. I'm like Miss Benita. You ain't here from me. What is this, Nelson? You maestro, maestro, you? What's going on, show star? What's going on? What's going on? Maestro, mash up, maestro, you? Mash up, king. Nelson got more titles than anybody. Yeah, I know. Nelson is Nelson is the super producer. He's the. Uh, what we call him Smooth Operator Smooth Operator yeah, I give a name, yeah. <laughs> Yo, Nelson man I'm, Who hey, we gonna see today 
Hey, Who's every month today? I give him a new name, so I had a name every <laughs> month. <so. laughs> We're in October, so you got to have about 10 by now, right? You know, you know, but he do it all. He do it all. That's yeah. right. You the man now. I try, you know I try, brother. I try, I try. You know that. Yo, so the day starts. Yes. Let's get into some housekeeping today. I know you got a lot of hot uh, topics, uh, housekeeping going on. I know you do. So you yes, want to do that? Yes, yes, yes. All right, so without further ado, let's do that. Let's get to some housekeeping. It's time to get to some housekeeping. So, Star, what you got for housekeeping today? Well, today on housekeeping, I just wanted to, you know, talk about uh, Black China. Um, which her real name is Angela White. So Angela White, formerly known as Black China. And the reason why they say formerly known because she recently did a few interviews. I mean, she's been trending a lot. Number one is because she came out of that uh, glamorous lifestyle. Like she right. took a lot of, you know, she had she had a lot of surgery. She was like into the all heavy makeup. And right. so um, she took that all off. And she, she went like Alicia Keys on it. She was like, you know, I'm going to keep a little glam here and there for, you know, appearances. Right. But for the most part, I'm looking just to raise my daughters, re- ready to be a mom full time and, and, and leave a little bit of the celebrity life alone. But she's battling in court with Tiger. Um, Tiger was formerly of the, uh, you know, the Little Wayne crew, Young right. Money yeah. crew. Yeah. They have the a, cash, a money, daughter. cash money crew. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, he 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 uh, have a daughter with her, and they, you know, she she's uh, battling. That cash money. I'm sorry, young money. I'm yeah, sorry. I said young I'm money. Sorry. No, I said cash money. That's why I'm apologizing. You oh, said young oh. money. You said it right. I said it wrong. I said cash money, but it's young money. You said oh, okay. it right. I apologize. Well, you know, cash money was a, was the umbrella of young money. So yeah, same right. thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, and then uh, she's also you know still in court with the Kardashians. You know, really the Kardashians have all this money, and you know she has a baby by Rob Kardashian, the brother. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know um, she's she's been battling with the the mother and Kim and all of them allegedly. You know she's like you know they're really just basically trying to strip her of everything. You know they're trying to say oh she deliberately did this and did that. But um she said you know what she's ready to just be a mom and focus on her kids. And she said you know she took a took a couple of silicones out of booty. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, if you see her butt, it ain't as big. You know who else did that? K. Michelle. Yeah, I know. You know, K. Know. Michelle used to have the K. Michelle looks booty. much better, too. Right. Well, I think, I think Black China looks much stuff. better, too. I didn't even recognize her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, she still got a little tinsel town look to her, but, you know, with all that makeup off, she looks much better. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because, you know, when people have this persona in the, you know, in the limelight and, yeah. and um, you know, they they be known to us, you know, because she did a little, you know, sexy videos and she dated around a bit and, you know, but she's at, at the end of the day, she's human and every mother wants to raise their kid. You know, that's, right. that's what right. she was basically saying, like, don't take my kids from me. Because you know, I was I was in the limelight because I've always been a good mother. No matter what you've seen, you know, like she said, no matter what you've seen of me on TV, I've you know I've been a good mother. And there's a lot of people in show business that you might you know like look at Diana Ross for instance. Not to compare, so motivators. I'm not comparing, but Diana Ross was in show business for years, 
and she had this reputation, you know, of a diva, and then right. you know she had a little reputation uh, to to mess around a little bit. But her children have said, no matter how much she was traveling and stuff, she always came home. She she took a lot of private flights. You know, she had jets back in those days to get home when when we didn't even when you wouldn't even think Donna Ross could be on tour and still take her kids to school. You know what I mean? So she took motherhood very seriously and all her kids say great things about her. And even... I think think Donna Ross is the ultimate. I think she's the poster child for celebrity, good celebrity mothers. I think she's the poster child. I think when you open up the book and say, oh, let's find a picture of a good celebrity mother. Mother, right. When you open up the book, it should be Donna Ross' picture. I'm just saying. And you know, uh, Michael Jackson felt that way and Michael Jackson's mom because when Michael Jackson... Uh, when they when they was reading his will or something, they were saying that he had his mother, but he had Diana Ross down. Like if anything was to happen to him, like he trusted yeah. her yeah. to raise kids because yeah, he said right. she was one of the best mothers that yep. that he knew. And like yeah. you said, in show business, yep. you know, mm-hmm. because a lot of them don't raise their kids; they depend yeah. on the nannies, the to nannies, do. and all that. Right? Yeah, because of the nanny mom, she was like, yeah. "Yo, I'm gonna raise my kids and." Do what I gotta do You know yeah. This is my career But I'm gonna raise my kids And and that's how they felt And if they wanna be In show business Fine If they don't Right, right. And, and, she, and Tracy is very Very vocal about her mom You know mm-hmm. But you know The reason why I speak so passionately About it And I it follow Rhonda Rhonda I follow Right I, Rhonda I, Gordon I, I know Rhonda Ross <laughs> By the fact Rhonda so, Ross yeah, yeah I know Rhonda Ross <laughs> I know each other So Right um, right But um, yeah I fo- I fo- We follow each other On, on social media and everything. Oh okay okay Yeah We, we kind of go back a little bit you know But you know I, Like I was saying I speak passionately About anytime I hear stories About moms Because I feel very Strongly about That You know Because of my uh, You know Unfortunate uh, You know Wasn't able to have children So anytime mm-hmm. I hear You know I got a soft spot Like they always say Oh God When it comes to the kids Cheryl's soft <laughs> uh, but you know, just to hear but Black China. You got a really good mom too, so you know what. You know, yeah, it's like to yeah. have a good mother. So that's, that's true. That's, that's true thing. indeed. Yeah. And yeah. when I heard, you know, when Black China was talking, I kind of felt for her. So I'm rooting for her to get the custody because you know she, you know, I could see if she was a deadbeat mom, and then you know, because you got some mothers out here that want to still party even though they have kids. You know, right. or you know, it's not wrong with partying, but you want to be a mom. You, you got to balance. Take it, care yeah. of your responsibilities you know so that's what I wanted to report so motivators because it's been trending and I wanted to talk about it because I had an opinion on it you know so any any uh things you have to talk about Jazzy G well I I would just read the article and I mentioned it to you earlier that uh I was reading an article about a young lady in Dubai another young lady another you're saying uh foundational black American that's actually was sentenced to a year in jail because she actually, you know, touched the security, uh, airport security guard. And what it is, she had, she had injured herself. The, the girl had injured herself before the trip. So she had like this compression uh, sleeve or whatever like that on. And they, mm-hmm. so when she was leaving Dubai, they had told her to take it off. And, and stuff like that So what happened is Must have been Like some type of Altercase Because the women That was You know Took it to a private room Wanted to take the, the Compression off And everything like right. that So when she wanted To help them, They wanted her to She she was asking them To help her Put it back on 
according to her mother was saying, you know, allegedly. And they were just rude and, and, and nasty to her. So she was calling her friend to come over and help her. So as she was calling her friend, she touched the she touched the lady and uh so she she actually got charged and, and they get a sentence of a year. And uh, just for touching her or yeah. pushing her? Yeah. I don't know if it probably it gotta be said. a little the more mother said the mother said <laughs> it was like, you know, just like a t- like take kinda like put her hand on her shoulder or something like that. So I think what they're saying is that she pushed the, the security. Yeah, they probably it probably it probably a little bit violent. Yeah, so it's probably a little yeah in between. <laughs> probably like yeah. get off of me type of thing. Yeah, so it, it's one of those that but then I understand this because you know I wear compression socks and, and things like that when I fly because I have because of my circulation and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So because you know I, I suffer from hypertension. So um so I understand because even I remember let the last time I flown but the time before that they had asked me at the airport, but this is domestic. They asked me, you know, say, could I take off? Then would it be a problem to take off? Could they copper? Mm-hmm. Off the ones that that's on my knees. I was like, man, that's gonna take a long time. Like, take them off and put them back on. I can't, I can't really fly without them. And and the, the TSA worker was like, that's cool. It's cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, but um, you know, but some of these places they get strict. And I mean, the woman's flying back home. America, because like what you think she had in the compression, like it's just copper, it's probably made of copper, you know what I mean, right? So, yeah, so all you got to do is just go over it with with the thing and then see that it's not, you know. But you know, it was just, you know, to me, it's like I'm hearing so many stories of people with Dubai, <coughs> excuse me, and they having issues, and we had this conversation before. On the on on the, on the air about people that understanding the rules and regulations of these other countries, but for me it's like, right. listen, if I gotta go through all this just to go to another country, I'd rather go to somewhere that's gonna welcome me. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather go somewhere that's gonna welcome me like I'm coming home. You know what I'm saying? So like I was telling you before, I'd rather go to Ghana or something like that. You know what I'm saying? And take it. You know what I'm saying? So taking my chances like these Dubai places and all that stuff that's gonna treat me like a, you know what I'm saying? It's one thing to treat me like a foreigner, but it's another thing treat me like, you know, I don't belong there. That's well, like I mentioned before, you know, you know, I, I think everything is with different TSAs. Like some TSAs are just buttholes and want to cause trouble. But you know, the times that I, you know, only went one time. But you know, I know my niece went two or three times. Uh, a couple of my friends, like everybody that went there, had a great experience. My friend who works for British Airways, she goes there uh, a whole lot. And, you know, I really, we, you know, you hear things in different countries, but I mean, as many times as people that I know went to Dubai and only in the experience, only bad experience that I had was I didn't uh, send my, uh, you know, medical issues ahead. Right. So they didn't let me take my pills, but they, I was able to receive them after I got to the hotel because they, you know, they had to send them, but right. I lost, I, they confiscated it and, you know, they, they took me and, you know, and my sister and I had to wait. But the thing was, it was, it wasn't nasty TSAs. They did, they was doing their jobs and you got some TSAs when we fly local, that's just buttholes and they oh, want to yeah. call you in, to, you know, oh, call yeah. you in, even when you fly domestic. You yeah. know? Uh, so I, know. I think that it's just it's, it's unfortunate but I think the enforcing of the rules even you know certain other countries 
they have a lot of different rules and i think you know when we do go to these other countries like we're just going for the glamour of it like oh i want to go to dubai because it's so beautiful right. you, you know i want to eat in the sky i want to yeah. do this but read up on the, the laws because yeah. even you can do that home, in seattle <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's a it's a bit. Nah, it's a I'm just I know you wearing the comedian hat. Saying, today. <laughs> I mean, just be honest. Sleepless oh, in these, Seattle. These other countries. I'm just saying these other countries. I'm I'm just saying as beautiful as a lot of them are. It's like that. I mean, like if you really explore America, you can see the beauty of this country too. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I mean about, America is beautiful let, too. Let people say people say, oh, you go to Ireland and and uh, the beauty the beautiful countryside of the mountains of Ireland. I said, have you ever been to Montana? Shoot. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right here in America, baby. I'm just saying, I'm not... I'm not well, that's so, why they come I'm over here. This and other countries. I'm just <laughs> saying, I've been... Listen, I've been... That's 30, why they come over here. I've you know? been to 36 of the 50 countries in America. I've been to 36 of them. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm just saying, we got a lot going on here if you want beauty domestically you can you can get the same stuff you know what i mean so i'm just i'm just saying that's just me that's just me and some people but, just, well, they, uh, they say dubai the dubai blueprinted a lot of stuff off of uh united states but they did it to a a, a bigger like I know, they like, got bigger they, buildings they, 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 yeah they yeah, yeah they, they they went I to the third it. power <laughs> I, yeah i get it i get it i get it but it's the same i'm just saying it's like the water is prettier yeah you know what I'm <laughs> but again you know it's places it's cleaner <laughs> right i'm just saying have you ever been to south dakota <laughs> you know what i'm saying no i've never been to south dakota yeah man you know what I'm i got cousins in south dakota man um where they have mount rushmore and that's where they took us they took us around mount rushmore. right right i was i'm gonna be honest with you i definitely want to see I that was one bored, day. i was bored as hell though you know what i'm saying i was bored as hell i was like 12 years old and i was really bored <laughs> but I'm just saying, it was like, okay, cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, I, like I said, I've been to 36 of the of the 50 countries in in America. So, um, and there's there's there's, there's states I haven't even been to that I want to go to. You know what I'm saying? I never been to Tennessee. I want to go to Memphis. Oh Devin yeah. And I want to go to Memphis, Bill Street. Never been there. Hang out. Yeah. Never been there. See, that's what mostly all the local places I've been be through either the Union. Or or just traveling there or family, yeah. you know, most of the right. local places. But countries, I've only been to Jamaica, Italy, um, Dubai, Aruba. I've been to about seven. Where else I went? Aruba, London. I didn't I never went to places like Athens, Greece. I wanna go there. It's a, and I wanna go to Johannesburg. I do wanna go to Africa. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I do definitely have to go there because like you said, we we should you know, patronize our, you know, our motherland. We should do that yeah, right. at least once or twice. Yeah, you know, right. see the different countries in yeah, Africa. Right. Yes, yeah, that's right. You know, and it, and it's all good. I'm, I'm, I'm not my, saying my girlfriend wrong with Sharon, it. who works at British Airways, she been everywhere. Like, and she told me about every place, and because yeah. she's been working for British Airways for like thirty years. So you know, she got to fly all around the world, Egypt. India, right. you know, every place. So I live through her through her experiences and she and I always go to her for places that I want to go to for the first time because she gets a lot of insight because of her travel being that she worked for the airline and even being going into countries like even she told me that France and Paris 
Like they were real mean. Like they they real snotty. You know, yeah, and then yeah. Cookie, your cousin, Cookie Rainey, went there too and told yeah. us the same thing. So I heard about France being Yeah. Because uh, actually I uh I was gonna take Deb to France um on a five day it was like one of them five day, three nights or four uh-huh. nights, five day type of thing to France and uh she was like, uh, oh, but I hear they rude to Yeah, uh, they, rude rude, to they rude to Americans. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. So she kind of took the air out of it, but I was like, you know, I had a chance to take her there and everything. But um, it was it was like said, ah, they rolled and this and that. So all right, so we ain't gotta go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We ain't we ain't gotta go. It's it's all good. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's you know for me, I love to travel. That but I love to travel. Right. Especially when my first book came out and I was on tour. And what I did, I, I did a what you call a library tour. So I taught on the libraries, like a lot of the libraries in America. So, so li- libraries have uh, what you call um, meet the artists. They have like this thing called meet the artists. So you you so um, so you you meet the no I'm sorry let me meet the artists I'm sorry meet the authors <laughs> excuse me meet the authors. So so you, you you travel different libraries and you right. and you know they get your book side you speak and talk about your book talk about who you are this is right. that and they, yeah so it's, it's that's what it's called so meet the authors and it's like you and about five six of the authors and then you guys you travel all over the country right. to different um, libraries around the country and stuff like that and then because our books are uh, are actually in like every library in America like this is the, the, the the Library of Congress put your book in every library in America and everything you go on this tour you know what I'm saying so you do like you do about I think it's like 13 13 cities or something like that around the country and, and you know what I'm saying but it's cool it was it was fun and get your book going and, and, and you reach that's how you reach bestseller lists and things like that on Amazon and you know what I'm saying your category because you know there's different categories right on right Amazon that's how you can reach bestseller lists like like um <clears throat> excuse me um um uh what's the country singer um uh, Willie Nelson like his his book and my first book have the same title, Facts of Life. And I beat him out for three weeks. You know what I'm saying? And the right. spot. Yeah, I beat him out for three weeks in the number one spot. So that's what makes me a number one best. That's what makes me a bestseller. You know what I'm saying? Is that. You know what I'm saying? So I was on top of Willie Nelson like for three weeks straight. Willie Nelson. Yeah. yeah, so it's all cool. And we got the same same title. Our books is about life and all that type of stuff. And of course he has way more experience in life than I do. You know what I'm saying? Of course, he's older and plus he's Willie Nelson. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he's traveled many roads. Right. So, so his experience is way more than mine. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's all good though. But it, it was like exciting and, and just being a part of that was just exciting and, and, right, and right. you know that stuff. And, and dad was with me every step of the way. And, so, and it started out in the tri-state. It started out right here in New York. And uh, I, I, I first library I did was um, I, I think it was like uh, uh, I think it was Beth Page Library in Long Island and no Westbury was the first one I did it was the Westbury um, library was the first one and then I went to different libraries and then I went to Suffolk County and then New Jersey I did Newark um, Elizabeth Jersey City 
and another part of New Jersey. I just can't remember. And then, you know, since I moved on to different parts of the boroughs, and then, and then it was then it's Philly. Then it's, so, so you go like the whole East Coast, and then you come back around, and then even Canada. You know, what I'm saying Canada was cool though. You know, what I'm saying we went to Ontario, Canada. Right. Right. That was cool, and and um. Um, it's another Providence because there's four Providence in Canada, and I did two of the Providence, other four Providence. You know what I'm saying? Um, Toronto, that was the other one. Yeah, so it's all good. You know what I'm saying? So I, 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 I love you know what I'm saying that that whole experience. You know what I'm saying? That whole library experience, and the coolest thing about it, you know what they do too? When when you don't sell out all your books, the library buys your books. And keep, and keep the, you know what I'm saying? They take right. the rest of your books, yeah. So you, so, so when you order, because you order a lot, a lot of books from the, you know what I'm saying? Do they still have the library tours being that the libraries are becoming a little obsolete? Do they still? Well, I, I don't know because COVID changed things. So this is pre COVID because my, my first book came out in 2000. Well, yeah, right, before the COVID. Right, so, right, so way before COVID was, you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know, and I know, um, but remember, they was trying to revitalize the libraries. So I that's, guess and that's when they started doing that, yeah. is, that's why they were revitalizing. That, that's all a part of it. Meet the Authors was part of revital, revitalization of this oh, okay. of the library. So maybe, it, maybe it's still going on. I'm going to inquire about it. Yeah, look into it. Look into it. Um, any authors out there, look into it. Matt, start with your local library. You know what I'm saying? If you're an author and you're looking to, you know what I'm saying, and find out about library tours. And, I remember when Barnes and Noble, when my book, when my first book came out, it was more, it was Barnes. I didn't do too many library things. I did Barnes and Noble because mm-hmm. they, you know, people, I Barnes and Noble yeah. is a place to, uh, that you could go sit, have coffee. Right. Yeah. And, you know, so they, I did a lot of the Barnes and Nobles, especially all up in um, New York. They had, right. you know, mm-hmm. their Barnes and Nobles in Jersey and Pennsylvania. Yeah. I did those too, yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, they would schedule it. And, you know, just like a regular day, you know, we, we would have like a table in the back set up to come sign the book. You sell your books there, um, you have posters of you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so those were what, what, you know, I did a lot of those. You know what I mean, yeah. and they yeah. they have a certain amount of books in in the in the store, and then you know after that people could order because my book wasn't permanently in Barnes and Noble; it was just in there for those books. For that time, yeah, yeah, yeah. For that time, yeah. <laughs> because I know some people that went to Barnes and Nobles. Uh, matter of fact, it was a Barnes and Nobles on Eighty Sixth Street, and it, it was a big one. And yeah. they went after the the event that I had. It was like your book is gone. <laughs> they don't have your book, but you could order it. You could walk yeah. in Barnes and Noble today because sometimes you know people go look for a book, and if a book is out of stock, they still will order it for you. But even right. if they yeah. never have your book had on the, the book, shelves, right. yeah, you still yeah. can go in there and order it. You know, yeah. you like, you my book first book, came out, out. My first book came out. That's why a friend of mine he went to Barnes and Noble. And mm-hmm. the particular Barnes and Noble he went to, they didn't have it in stock or whatever like that. So they mm-hmm. had to order for it. You know what I'm saying? Because you know you get it easier online and everything. Right. Like that. right after the the, the tour, because what happened? The great thing about the library tour is that they do your whole display and everything like that. Because uh, uh, a friend of mine that's a, a member of Toastmasters, he he was like, hey man, I went into the West Bay Library and. So a whole display in your book. <laughs> like, they get your book. Like, yeah, they have the poster. <laughs> yeah. 
That's a yeah, because I had just did the tour. Yeah, I said that's for the that's for the tour. You know what I'm saying? So he said, Yeah, man. I was like, I said, I'm talking about, yeah, I know this guy. <laughs> it was that type of thing. But it, it's cool though. It's it's you know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, when you when you're writing, I know so many people out there. I know so motivated. I know a lot of you want to write a book. I know we kind of switched gears a little bit, talking about books a little bit. But I want to encourage you if you have because everyone has a has a book in them. Everybody has a story right. told in it. Everybody gets I, I want to encourage you right now. You have that book in you and you haven't done it yet. Start it today. Don't don't put it off. Start it today. It's a great day. You know what I'm saying? The, the, they did a survey years ago uh, um, about bucket lists. This is when the whole bucket list thing was was, mm-hmm. with, uh, was, was, the, was the thing. And uh, even the movie, The Bucket List, came out. They were saying, right, right, All right. So the, they did a survey that would would have one of the what's on most people bucket list and the one of the top things that's on most people bucket list is that they want to write a book wow right. so 88% of the world population wants to write a book but you know it's only about 15% of the world's population that that is a published author so you know what I'm saying so that's a long way to go you know what I'm saying so yeah. you have people that have this desire you may, so many people have this desire and want to tell their story or someone's story or tell a story and write a book and what's holding you back what's stopping you you know what I mean right. like what's, what's truly stopping you you know what I'm saying like even my wife who who, who was excellent I, I say this all the time she was an excellent writer you know what I'm saying but I thought even I writing books when they encourage her to Finish hers and right. published this. She, you know what I'm saying? She didn't. Unfortunately, she she left this earth. So I I find myself kind of scrambling to find her her different notes and things like that to to, to, to finish her book. But you know what I'm saying? That's going to take some time. So it's not really a priority for me. You know what I'm saying? Because that was supposed to be her story to tell. Right. You know what I mean? It's her story to tell. She didn't. Right. She didn't tell it. And and you you have to be a little more courageous about yourself. You know what I'm saying? So motivated. You have to be a little more courageous and just step out of your comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? And my wife had the hardest time stepping out of her comfort zone. It got to the point where she did rely on me to help her to step out of her comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So and and, and you know what I'm saying? Because we we were we were a little codependent on each other. I got I would admit to that. You know what I'm saying? We were a little codependent on each right. other. So what what was good about her? That I didn't have That the flair that she had That I didn't have I depended on her The the, the flair that I had That she didn't have She depended on me So we, we were a little Codependent on each right. other When it came to that But at the same time I always feel that You know You have a story in you And, and again I'm not the greatest writer And we always use the You know what I'm saying But I said I don't mean that I'm not the greatest speller Okay, so I'm not the greatest speller. So well, that's the computer we, now got spelled. Right, checked. but I'm just saying we always use something to hold us back. Right, we you know use the excuse. Like we always use the excuse. Right, and, and that and that being the best speller is that. It's, it's not, not an excuse even, anymore. Right, because right, you got Grammarly and all this other stuff. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So you know, what I'm saying? so it's no, it's no. No reason. It's just like you know, someone had had said to me. They said, you know, they want to write their book, but they have dyslexia. I said, well, you know, Google actually have an app, and and now they have an AI app that you can actually actually talk to it, and then actually, you know, saying write your book out. Right. And so I was like, so just get the get Google app 
and and uh, download it and just and have an audio book. It's called dicta- yes, but no, it's not that. It's audio- it writes it out. It literally writes it out. So it's a dictate. It's a dictation. You right, as they dictation? speak, it, they write it. Yeah. So right. right. So once you speak, yeah, it's called Google dictation. You yeah, that's better. If now they, you they have, but right now you have AI. You have a, a, a chat GPT uh, app that actually does it. It's it's a book. It's a service. Um, I don't know the I, I don't know the name of them exactly, and I'm not gonna you know saying promote them right now because we may get them as a sponsor. But but they actually they have a membership, and you actually can you know saying do the same thing, and it's 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 being like being part of their book membership and everything, and write your book out and everything through audio. You you speak it, and they write it, and you get your book. And 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 two things happen: you get you get a written book and you get your audio book all in the same time right and so that's the coolest thing in the world so it's no excuses today it's really not i'm saying because even when i when i wrote my first manuscript i had an independent editor matter of fact i didn't you know what i'm saying even though i did it on the computer and because actually i wrote with handwriting at first and then I then I transferred everything onto the computer to help with my spelling or something and then oh, wow you did double work <laughs> yeah I did well I wanted my first book to have that authenticity mm-hmm. of me writing and oh, okay. you, when you write things down that's ownership so I wanted to write it first and own it and really you know what I'm saying because it's what I believe so and that's just what I believe because most of it's facts so I was doing a lot of research they you know referencing mm-hmm. and cross-referencing and other people because I mentioned people other people books that I was reading and I got this from it right. that from it right so that's what it's that's what it's all about so I'm like doing certain work for you as you read it so it's, it's like I did some research for you you know what I mean so to help you get unstuck you know what I'm saying? So that's the whole premise of it. So I'm, I'm helping you with your blind spots. Okay. So so it's a lot of, you know what I'm saying, work I put into it so I can really feel that, you know, that Hemingway type of an author of, right, of right. writing the book. So my first book, I, I went through that process, you know what I'm saying, to really feel like an author, to really feel like a, and it, and it was all good. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, I didn't do that with the rest of the other books, but I did that with my very first book. And I'm going to tell you what really made me feel like an author. It wasn't even when I got my first copy. I'm going to tell you what, what really made me feel like an author <laughs> when I got the first resi- residual check. <laughs> right, right, right. I think it was when I first got the first copy of the book. I was like, oh, my See, God. This is most, right. When you get that yeah. first copy, you feel yeah, like that, an author. That, but that, yeah. And I was excited. But when I got that residual check, that first residual check, I felt like a real, that's how real. And the funny thing is that it was no more than, it was like 500 or something dollars at the time. You know what I'm saying? The first, the first one was like, like $560 or something like that. And, and I, I felt, my first. And, and I felt so proud. And I said to Dev, I don't even want to cast this. I want to frame it. <laughs> she right, said, right. You better cast it, Jay. We need that money. <laughs> you better take a picture of that and hang that picture on the wall. <laughs> I remember when money. I had, when I got like a big check was was from the prison. I got like about seventeen hundred or something. You know, once you right. get. But my husband was was making it like you know because people think prisoners don't have money. Right. And, when I first was doing it, he was like, oh, how much money do you think you're going to make? 
because you know you you look at prisoners like no but they got money on they they commerce books yeah and yeah. the books are the same price they're not yeah. any cheaper than then you know they're the same price the the 15 14.99 for the paperback right. 20 mm-hmm. 22 dollars yeah. yeah. for the hardcover and, and you'd be surprised how many prisoners bought that book Right. I had a big check and he was like, Oh <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, this is from one prison. Yeah, yeah. That's like the first Because they they had to order it. They I couldn't take uh a hundred books in there. Inside, but, right, but yeah. They had to, to order it online. Yeah. So the prison let them all you know, whoever wanted to buy the book, but I took my book in there and did some poetry. Right as a display, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. And and then they all had times where they ordered stuff and they let them order the book. So yeah. you know, so that's that's, that's cool. I, I remember my first uh the first my book premiered at the Harlem Book Fair. And the funny thing when the first time we went to the Harlem Book Fair and it was like ten years prior, you know what I'm saying? And because um, we went to like the very first one, you know, at, at the time, because it's, it's funny because Deb and I stumbled over the Harlem Book Fair. It's first year they had it. And I remember being at the book fair and I said, yeah, one day I'm going to have my book. I'm here. I'm going to write my book. And I'm talking all that. I write my books back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to write a book. Because my whole day I was going to write a book about the music industry and this and that and all right, that. Right. Write my book. I'm going to have a table here. I my book. I my book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's all I've been talking about. So, so for a while, for the first five years, that's what I was talking. My book. I'm going to have a book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So after a while, they were like, all right, enough with that. My book's up. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's it. You know what I'm saying? Enough, enough already. You know what I'm saying? But so I had stopped even mentioning that that whole thing, but it was always still something that was a dream of mine of writing a book. But I think what happened is when my boy, you know what I'm saying, Tony Banks, when he wrote his first book, like I I think I mentioned this, you know what I'm saying, uh first season on, on, on Morning Coffee and he wrote his he wrote a, a, a story and uh he had like no punctuations, no nothing. Oh yeah, yeah. He, 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 talked, he talked about yeah. that, and he brought so, it to you, right? So he right. sent it to me. So I had a brand new software that does all that. It, it wasn't even right. Grammarly because Grammarly wasn't even uh, out yet. But it was a brand new software that does the same thing Grammarly does. You know what I'm saying? So I put it through that, and then I sat there and I just fixed it. And it took me about a good hour or something like that to fix. It. Fix it and everything like that. Maybe, maybe a little bit longer, but it was it was that fun just doing because it was a new software. Right, we got at the job at the time. Yeah, right. It was a new software that we got at the job, so we were supposed to use it anyway. We had, we had just got you know you know how when the job gets you something you go to the classes and you learn it and all that type of <laughs> stuff. So we just learned. It, you know what I'm saying? And they all said so you got to use it. So these emails you got to use it for this. You got to use it for that because if you don't use it, you'll lose it. You know that type of stuff. That was just be the word. So I was like, yo man, let me have fun with this thing, and I did. So I put it all together, and the story was so good. And and he and I was just discussing it. I said, like, yeah man. So you just gotta make sure you got to do this, da 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 da, and it kind of like just encouraged him to to write. And that what what really encouraged me. And then a year later, he put out his first book. And uh, I think it was like a year or two later, he put out his first book. And that was called uh, Please Daddy Come Home. And it was about fatherhood and, and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And that really, nice. that really encouraged me. I said, yeah, now I got to write my book. 
I gotta write my book. So, and then I still was procrastinating a bit. And he was just, yo, yo, Jazz, just write, bro, just write. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was making all the structures and doing all this. You know, my first you book know. was so quick because I wasn't planning on writing a book. I told you, Rev, my brother, because uh, I, 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 I had a, a book of rhymes, a book of poetry, and stuff like that. And Rev was like, why don't you just write or put them all in a book? Because I was sending poems, like, because some of them are songs. Yeah. And I kept asking him, how do I get this copyright? So I have to send it to the copyright. And then he got tired of me, keep saying, Rev, I want to send this poem. I want to send this. <laughs> so he was like, why don't you just write a book? Because you got, I had, I had so many. He was right. like, put them all in a book. So it's, that's when I said, a book? Because I, I wasn't even thinking of it. And then he said, yeah, so that way you'll copyright at the same time. And then it could be a book. So right. I, I did it and I did it in like, you know, three months or so because it, all the poems was already there. So I already had them. You know, I was always storing my stuff on my flash drive or something. Yeah. So I just, that's why my first book or people, some of my friends that read the book, the only thing that I, I did uh, in the head of it was the Thoughts of Wisdom because it's called Thoughts of Wisdom Poems and Songs. Right, yeah. So I have the Thoughts of Wisdom quotes, some poems, and some songs that I wrote. And it's all right. in that book. So that's why I call it that. And some of my friends or people that wrote read the book, and I'm not talking about people that I don't know, but people that I do know, they was like, oh my God, you had me on an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> they was like, one poem you were talking about God, the next one you're talking about the devil. <laughs> the next one you talk about love, the next one the man ain't nothing, you know. And I said, it wasn't meant to be like that. It was just how I had them in my computer. I just, yeah. all, I just sent it all into the book company, not even formatting it. Only thing I <laughs> <laughs> What's the thoughts of wisdom? So that was the first book, and then I had poems in that book. Like I was telling people, some of the poems in there are easy to read because those are poems that I had when I was thirteen or twelve. I just, right. I yeah, just yeah. listened to my brother and 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 put them all in a book yeah, instead of. Yeah. <laughs> so for my second book, Inside the Mind of Poet, I did a little more organization. I had I had sections. Right, yeah. <laughs> it was more organized. You know right, what I mean. Right. <laughs> But um, yeah, I was, and I still got a lot more poems. I'm doing more poetry books, but I've just put them on hold because right. I, I got three novels that I'm coming out with. Because I've really, that was my challenge. Like you know, when I kept saying, "Oh, I'm gonna write a novel," I was supposed to write a novel since 2013. Right. You right. know, my dad used to always say, "When you gonna write your novel? When you gonna write your novel?" So I'm finally finished. You know, I got I got one coming out, another one coming out. So by the end of this year, I'll have like three or four books. Cool. And, and I'll do my poetry. That's how you do it. So motivated. And yeah, but look how it took me a while. I want to put a challenge to all our listeners out there tonight. If you've been thinking, you know, what I'm saying to to when you this morning, this is what we're gonna do. We because today is Tuesday, right? So we still haven't got to our our. our our middle of the week yet So this is just Tuesday So I'm going to put the challenge to all of you right? This morning you have no excuse I don't care if you're driving to work Or school or you at work or school Right now I want you to write it down I want you to write down What book That you want to write What you want to talk about And give it a title This is your homework so motivates I'm giving you homework today all right, because I want you to, to to implement it now. I want you to put it down. I want you to write it down. Just write down your title. Write down your feeling. Hey, this would be. A, I always wanted to talk about this. Right. Boom, boom, right. boom, boom. Dot, dot, dot. That's what you're gonna write down. 
okay? Whatever your heart desires, whatever you feel somebody needs to hear, it could be your story, someone else's story. You may want to write a children's book all your life, you're going to write that children's book. That's one of my goals, too. You're going to do all those things. So I'm saying so motivated. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you. I want you to hit us up. Uh, all right. Uh, info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morningcoffee.chat. All right. We're going to get you to write that book. All right. And what, what, what Show and I are going to do, we're going to have a workshop coming up. All right. So we, I want you to look out for that workshop. It's going to be a Zoom workshop. We're going to do it virtually. So y'all ain't got to travel nowhere. You stay your butts at home and, and, and we do a workshop on 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 uh, being an uh, uh, author. If you want to be that first time author, you want to take it to the next level, whatever the case may be. No more chickening out no more. All right. No more of that. No more excuses. All right. No more procrastinating. That's right. No more procrastinating. All right. On this terrific Tuesday. That's what we're going to do. That's yeah. why we talk about this. But I see DJ Nelson. He's over there. He's itching, itching for, scratch. for scratch. Yeah. So we're going to get into his mix. Yo, sure. Nelson. Yes. I want you to start out where I found love in. You, you know got what I'm saying? No back, problem. Back, back, bad. I found love in. We're going to oh, start oh, man. love today here on the morning call. Boom, 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 boom. So turn boom. up your boom box. That's right. All right. Because DJ Nelson, he's about to do do his thing about to go in, all right? Oh, you so, hey, Nelson, Yo. <laughs> are you ready? Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's go. The morning coffee crew is in the building. Yeah. 
What did you say your name was? With DJ Nelson, the maestro. Hey, baby. Even though you break my heart, I still love you. And I always will. Sorry. It's all that you can say. Years gone by and still. The words won't. Like Sarby, like Sarby. 
are tuned into Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7. The station with heart on iHeart. You're jamming with the mashup can. DJ Nelson, the Maestro Block Party Mix. I'm so And I'm half from Son of Berserk, featuring no self-control. Control. And you're listening to DJ Nelson, the, the Maestro, Maestro Block Party Mix. Mix, Mix, Mix. On Morning Coffee with Motivator Jazzy G, featuring Shell Star. Oh, you love me, let me hear you say you never leave me. Mm, girl, that will make me feel so right. Let me hear you tell me you want me. Let me hear you say you never leave me, baby, until the morning light.
of the gloss of the lips. Hickeys on the chest or the toss of the hips. I'm lost in the mix, so I floss in the sea. Turn it up the head so I'm exhausted. Don't chase her, now get it right with ya Heartbreaker, I, I keep it tight But I no figure Can laugh now with ya, cry later I think I like you in your freak clothes Freak those in my specialized peep shows And then I make you touch your knees to your elbows Toes, curl, but he's treat a Melrose It's cool to see it like it when we smoke that Choke that, No doubt You kinda got me like a fiend when you hold that Now get your boys from my girls who can roll that I got myself a lover me over, I can't never tell. Oh, my sugar daddy takes me for a ride. Whatever we can miss to live in
Coffee, y'all to the motivated Jazzy G featuring Shovel Star here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24 7. That's your heart on iHeart. Yo, my man Nelson. What's up, Jazzy? The maestro. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, nice, bro. Nice music, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Feel good music today. Oh, That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, Get yeah. Get you in absolutely. the groove. <laughs> Word up. Perfect for Tuesday. <laughs> I know those old, those, 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 uh, those, those, I can, I'm going to call y'all old heads because, you know, that's just calling myself the same thing. Right. All y'all who went to Bentley's and Silver Shadow and, and the Red Parrot <laughs> and all those places. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know you felt. I, I know you felt Nelson today. <laughs> that was the song. Remember, I told you that was the Red Parrot song. When I'm I saying. first heard, I found loving. He, he went. I there. was dancing. I got asked to dance by this gorgeous guy, nice. and I was like, "Oh man, I'm a dance for." We started dancing, and next thing you know, somebody was like, "He got a gun." And I never saw that guy again. Everybody wow. ran, and I was like, wow. "Oh man, now that was a night." Well, luckily that guy ran away because that that might have been my husband. <laughs> I was about to say, I was about to say that you don't want to do that ran away. You know what I'm saying? They even protect you. You know what I'm saying? Oh you yeah, that's true. That's true. Want, true. You, you should want to do it. Never grab you and say, "I got you, girl." <laughs> that's true. He scattered just like I did. I don't even know what direction he went in. <laughs> then you dodged a bullet with that one, literally. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, All I wanted was a dance. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Hey Pat, those songs bring me back though. Yeah, Nelson, yeah, take yeah. him. You know, took us back. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking up. about, man. The maestro has went in. <laughs> yo, went in. <laughs> yo, yo, star. Let's let's get into your thoughts of wisdom on this terrific Tuesday, all right? Yes, let's so let, do it. Let's let's do that, all right? All yes. right. So. It, so, Soul Motivation, you know what to do. You got to get that pad and that pen because she's about to go in. This is Cheryl Star with today's Thoughts of Wisdom. It's time for your Thoughts of Wisdom with Cheryl Star. Thank you, Jazzy G. Soul Motivators, today's Thoughts of Wisdom. Prioritize your goals and work at them daily and be consistent with your thoughts so that you can get them done. And I'm going to just say this, Soul Motivators, when you map out your goals and you prioritize it by how important they are to you, you work at them daily. Like Jazzy G said, some people write it down. Some people calendar it out. You know, we used to do 30 day goals, 90 day goals. Put it on the calendar. If it's something that will get you motivated to look at it, write it out so you can see it or you know, put an alarm on your phone on your notepad. You know, like some mm-hmm. things you gotta write down. Like I usually do that with my doctor's appointments. I put them in my phone and it's on my note and it rings when it when a you know a day before the date or whatever. But prioritize right. your goals no matter what they are and work at them daily. Even if you, you know, and this is how I get things done too, because I go to everything every day, even if I do a chapter in the book. I right. made a I made a choice that I want to get these things done. So every single day, so motivated, even on the weekends, even when you got a party to go to, even when you got a wedding to go to, mm-hmm. I take a chapter or, or a couple of pages and get it done. So when we prioritize our goals and work at them daily, 
We will be consistent in our thoughts to get things done. Back to you, Jazzy G. Thank you, Showstar, with today's Thoughts of Wisdom. You're welcome. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Hey, man, that's... I'm going to tell you I'm gonna tell you another thing that's a good tool to use to keep you uh, on track. Um, whiteboard. I have a whiteboard, and I write... Those are good, too. Yeah, I write out my week. Every right. Sunday night. Like I a vision board. Week. Like yeah. a vision board, but, but it's, it's not a vision board. It's a whiteboard. It's just a, the, the. It's just like a white, like you a, write your a whiteboard, and, right. and and you know, say with a marker and everything. That okay, with a white, yeah, regular yeah, like back of the marker, day. Yeah, and you can use color, color markers right. if you like, because I have different colors. So you 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 write down your dates and your schedule. So you have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever like that. So each column has has that like a, a Monday column, and Monday will be maybe you know, maybe like the color green or something like that, and then uh, Tuesday will be the color blue, and yellow will be color uh, Wednesday or something like that. It's all different colors I have on my whiteboard right. and everything. So and, and I write I write down my list and and, and everything or what my day is gonna, what my week is gonna be like. You know what I'm saying? And it keeps me on schedule. And then you can write little liner notes on it. And then also you can put you can use like the, the sticky pads. Yeah, you can put, right. it's notes on the sticky pad and put up right. on that. Yeah, and get the different color ones and everything. Because Deb had like all kind of colors for her, her working in administration in, in the school district. She had all that stuff. So you know, so we had all that. So that's what I do. I write it. I write all that stuff down and, and, and try to stay on schedule as much as possible. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's something that, that's called, um, you know what I'm saying, when you call uh, time blocking. I know you heard of time blocking. So mm-hmm. time block is a method that you use to actually block out time each time. So if, if whatever you your day consists of, you block it out time to do, just like you were saying, get things done. So you're writing it down. So right. I came up with a method it's the same and it's called time boxing but it's the same as time blocking out time to do whatever but I just put it in a method form to help my clients to actually do a time so I have like this strategy that I help you do but actually boxing the time so it's called time boxing and it's and it's pretty good so so basically what you what you're doing is 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 you um you actually just uh you know you you kind of like you creating like your activity you know what I'm saying? So, so when you create your activity, then each activity has like an action to that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like it's, everything has an action to it. You know what right. I'm saying? So, okay, I got to do this at nine o'clock. So at nine o'clock, this is going to be done because this, this, and this. So you get you get a little detailed with it. Right. Then, right. So then, when you when you do that, you 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 put everything like in the box. You know what I mean? And it's so cool. You know what I'm saying? It's so cool when you put you boxing it all into your day. And the cool thing about when you when you do this time boxing or saying or time blocking as it's originally known as, uh, what you do is if you run late on something, you shift the box. You know what I'm saying? Right. You just shift the box. So if you ran a half hour late on something, you shift the box 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? And that way you still get the task done. So you just don't blow it off like ah, oh, I'm I'm late with this. Nope, you get it done. You just shift the box. You know what I'm saying? It's it's the coolest thing in the world, and it works. It truly, truly works. You know what I'm saying? This word, coach. I I you know, say I didn't think of this, and and you know what I'm saying? And and um, 
Kadeca Green helped me tremendously on how to actually formulate it so it can work. So it worked for me because I'm, I'm one of those people that I, I struggle with what you call time management. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I always had a problem with time management. And time, we call it time management, but it's not really managing time itself. You're managing people, you're managing you. You don't manage because time is going to go regardless. You know, time I mean? is the same. <laughs> uh, yeah, time is going to. No matter what they say, some people say, "Well, you know," they, they say, "Someone right now." We talking about writing a book. We were talking about writing a book before Nelson's mix and everything like that, right? They said, "Well, the kind of book I want to write, it may, you know, what I'm saying it may take me uh, six months to write." Okay, it's going to take you six months to write. So, do you think six months from today won't happen because you didn't write the book? No, right. six months is still in the past. So if it's going to take you six months to write this book, six months is still going to pass. So write the book. Right. <laughs> then you'll see a book, then you'll see a manuscript six months later. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like right. time is going to stop. You know what I'm saying? People always use the excuse that it's going to take me, well, it's going to take me four years to, to get my degree. Well, do you think four years from now, uh, time is going to stop? Like, is that going to happen? Time is right. still gonna stop. It's gonna go, gonna go on. You know what I'm saying? So right now we're in 2023. All right. So if you was to start school, you know what I'm saying? In September, you know the, the um the right now if you started school, uh January of 2024. All right. And that means that you would graduate in like what 2028 uh, or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It would take you to 2028 to get your four year degree. Well. 2028 is still going to show up <laughs> If you got your degree or not 2028 right. is going to show up right? So why not get your degree You know what I'm saying It's not like it, People say that all the time I have people say that all the time Well it's going to take this amount of time For me to do this and this that Like time is going to stop If you don't do it when people it's do that, they, they we give we give unrealistic goals. Like when you just say, "Oh, for one to six months," because a lot of times, what what I what I train people to do is map out your goals in 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 realistic terms. Because small victories encourage you to get another victory. So exactly. if you say like, uh, you know, with the weight loss or whatever, or in any any goal that we give ourselves, and if we say like, if I just say, "Oh, you know, Jazzy G, I want to lose fifty pounds." In six months <laughs> you right. know what i mean so now if for that to be realistic i have to map out six months and actually follow some steps what are you going to do to start your weight loss like what are you going to do as far as exercise eating what are you eating are you counting calories like, so it's a whole system that you got to put yourself in a program to get those things done and not to say that is unachievable but we don't achieve them when we just say what we want to do without putting some goals to it without putting some accountability to it or some right. follow-up you know well, okay so where you gonna be the first 30 days where you want right. to what what do you want to be if you say six months or you say 10 pounds each month let's say 50 pounds and you give yourself five months you got a you got a little cushion with that additional six but you should have a goal to lose 10 pounds each month you get what i'm saying i'm just right. giving an example on working your way through a realistic goal and write it out write it out you could do the you could do the whiteboard you could do the vision board you could do the calendar you know like some people have calendars up in their office where they work right. some people have calendars in their house you know what i mean and you gotta mark it off like okay did you do what you say you're gonna do today 
I, one of the hardest things that I didn't stick with was stretching, like exercising. Now that I'm getting older, I realize how important it is. When you wake up every day, before you get out of bed, you should stretch. Make your muscles loose. Then you get in the shower. You got to stretch and loosen your body up. And my trainer always used to say that. Then when he's like, you stretch all the time, you will avoid cramping. You will avoid, you know, getting stiff and stuff mm -hmm. like that. You know, and, and you stretch, you stretch, do a good little stretch and that will get you, because some people get up and, you know, they get right to whatever they got to do. Stretch to get your body awake because you've been asleep for hours. Give right. yourself, you don't have to do no real strenuous stuff. But right. stuff in, martial cool. arts, in martial arts, we don't stretch first. We bring the blood pressure up first and then we then we do it. Oh, okay. So it's different for, for, for different, and then yeah. We, and yeah. Then, we, then you stretch, yeah. Okay, so okay. Bring, yeah. So we don't cold stretch. In martial arts, we don't cold stretch. We, we bring the blood pressure up first. So whatever that may be, jumping jacks or, or jump running in place. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, y'all get right, y'all get right to it. <laughs> yeah, you do movement. Yeah, you go. You get I know some people go it's to the motion. gym before they go motion. to work. You get right. into motion to bring your blood pressure up. So it's little things you do to bring your blood pressure up. And then once your blood pressure is up, then what it is is that your your your, your hamstrings and stuff like that now they're not cold. They warm now. So mm -hmm. now when you stretch, they're not stretching cold. You get what I'm saying? So then, okay, okay, then that, yeah. So then that puts you in the puts you in a better position. So that that's all the different we we do in, in, in martial arts is it's kind of like done differently because they don't want you to stretch cold. You know, what I'm saying cold hamstrings and, and things like that. But I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a challenge also. All right, so motivates you too, Cheryl, right? Because you were just talking about weight loss, right? Right. And, and, and expectations and, and realistic goals, right? Because what it is is that it's a mindset first. It's the, the whole thing. Right, right. You got to think right. about it. Right. right. It's, a, it's a mindset. So again, right. it, it's it's the mindset. Because if someone right now, if someone offered you five million dollars, like a like a multi millionaire being there, said, Cheryl. Um, I give you five million dollars. I got a story for you if behind you can, that. If you can lose weight by tomorrow, would you take on that challenge? No, because 50, it's not realistic. Fifty pounds. Fifty pounds. No, it's not realistic to lose fifty pounds in one day. Now, see how you said it's not realistic. It's not. But it is. You can. How you can lose fifty pounds in one day? You can take off a. You can take off a leg. You can take off an arm. Oh yeah, why are you talking now, about street? No, no, understand. About street. Understand now, now understand what I just said to you. Right, right, right. How bad do you want it? Right, right. Well, how I got, a, I got a story behind this. I got a story. You, you yeah, want to know saying? how I want how ten thousand dollars? How bad I got That's ten thousand dollars before in that place. Well, speaking of money, it? speaking of money, I won ten thousand dollars from one of my coworkers that we bet it. For a 30 day It was just 30 days And I can tell it now Because he don't listen to the show But you know how I cheated I got the money Because I went to this uh, Diet doctor Because he betted me We bet it And this is insurance Because you know We got big money Big money insurance $10,000 was nothing right. Nothing to him So we bet it and I cheated because I, I even told my sister, I'm getting, I'm going to the doctor. It's a, it's a doctor that Dr. Sacken that we go to. We lose, 
when we want to lose weight, we you know we want to do it extremely ex- extremist. You get on a fruit, mm-hmm. water, you know, it's a little fasting in it, and you and I only tested out because I did it before in my life. So when he betted me, I was talking mad mess because in thirty days I know I could lose twenty pounds. That's nothing in thirty days. Right. When I'm focused, when I'm eating, when I'm, you know, I can fast for four days with just water, lemon, you know, not no eating, no food. And I could drop because I did it when I was in Philly. We fast and um, I fast for like four, four or five days because of this uh, school district that we, we were, you know, we were trying to get uh, the, the governor to give them funding. So everybody wanted because these these were a lot of church people. So they believed in the fast. You get what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. And so that was the challenge that they did. And this was in Philadelphia. And we fast, we stayed in church, we slept there all night because we had to be together so it wouldn't be no, uh, you know, temptation to eat. <laughs> you know, we had we had to sleep early and I did it. And I lost like 25 pounds in like three days. Right. And, you know, of course you're going to be weak, but Rev do fasting. And he do it for 9, 13, 12 days. I was like, how can you do that? Because when I did it for four days, I could not drive. I could not, you know, I, w- I was really, really, because, you know, we had doctors on site right. and everything just to monitor people's health. But we just drunk water all day long. Water, 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 you know, a couple of hours here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that when my friend bet, and I, I, you know, you when you bet somebody, you don't you don't make no rules on how you're going to get the job done. Like if you say, oh, I bet you can't get to, um, you know, uh, Virginia in an hour. You, you know, don't you can't say how I'm going to get there. If you just making that bet that you ain't going to get to Virginia, you don't know. I might know somebody who works at a heliport and I get it right on a helicopter and get to Virginia. Right. And they might say, oh, I know you ain't you, 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 it's no way you couldn't have flew a drove, but you don't know. So that's what I'm saying. He didn't know that I go to the, <laughs> go to the streams like that, right? But that's, that's my but point. But I got his buddy. Yes, I did. But that's my point is, is, is what are right, you willing, right. to, what you willing to do what, for it? Right. What, right. Exactly. Because right. again, you're saying, uh, Five million dollars in one day, you know what I'm saying? Right, you, right. You cut off your right leg, and that's 50 pounds right there. And you get that five million. I think 50 what are you cent, willing to sacrifice? This 50 is what Cent I'm did a million dollar challenge in one day. I forgot what it was. Did you hear about that? 50 Cent did, uh, he'll give somebody a million dollars if they make a million dollars in one day challenge. No, nah, I, I didn't. For, hear I, forgot, I forgot what, what, uh, who won it or did anybody win it? But I remember he was doing that challenge before. And he been that go he been that go to the the the, the wealthy black coaches event. He been that go there because he 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 lose a lot of millions, boy. <laughs> they ain't no joke. Those seven figure coaches, they like I told you, sister, she got him. She 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 made a million dollars in one day. <laughs> Don't play around with them, boy. Fifty cent to go broke. <laughs> Messing with them, <laughs> right, right. That I mean, some, some people that know their stocks and stuff know how to make that money. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. <you. laughs> no, I didn't hear about that though. Yeah, it was it was that. a while back though, but I, I didn't follow up with it. But that's, I was a cool like, well, that's a cool challenge though. That's yeah, he said he'll he'll challenge. match it if you make it in one day. He'll match it. Oh, that's a cool challenge, yeah. you know, man. That's 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 a cool challenge, man. Yeah, but I'm just saying that is what you're willing to sacrifice. What are you willing to sacrifice to reach your goal? And, and right. that's the thing. People, we make excuses all the time. You right. Know? 
we just say oh i can't do this because of this you just don't know and that's what the biggest excuse we use is that so you don't know my struggle or you don't know what i'm going through that's the biggest that's the biggest the, the that's the back you that's the back you off because probably no i don't know but what i do know is that when there's a will there's a way i do know that and that's a fact that's not something i pulled out of my eye when there's a will there's a way if you can believe it you can achieve it that's right. a fact that's right. not just pulled out of my eyes you know what i'm saying that's just a fact so what are you willing to sacrifice you know what i'm saying yeah you put in your head going to the gym i gotta get ready i gotta do this i gotta get kids ready i gotta drive there and i gotta drive over to the gym you already you already telling yourself nobody you're already right you right you already drove there in your head you're there so you're exhausted now but you know one thing when people used to do this because we used to call we used to do this thing called turnout tests uh -huh. And turnout tests is like when we wanted, say for instance, if you wanted to, if we were doing everything that, that I based stuff on is things that I did in my personal life, um, in my work life. So when we wanted, uh, say we had a rally or a strike or we want to see how many people vote on a strike line or everybody got to come out and vote. What we do is a turnout. So if you really need 100 people, you got to have a goal to get 200 because, you right. know, people come up with the excuses. Of Half of the people don't of show up. Yeah. You know, yeah. so when the people do say these excuses, like we have people that would say, oh, OK, I got babysitting issues. Like what they trained us to do is address the issues when they bring them, because sometimes people go, oh, OK, I understand. And also you got to have them tell you their plan, because now they speaking like, for instance, like when it was a challenge to get somewhere, how are you going to get there? Because we used to give uh, we used to do these internships. And right. you know how much traffic it is from Manhattan to uh, to JFK, right? Because you you in Queens, you know, right? right? Well, so we wanted to see we wanted to see who would do the smart thing. So we gave them challenges like these were interns, and we said, okay, we want to we y'all got to be at JFK uh, uh, American Airlines by four o'clock, and it's like twelve o'clock, and y'all leave right. at one. Some some people took a car because they 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 lazy, and the people who got there first were the people who got on the train. You get what right. I'm saying? So when we saw and we came back and we said, "How did y'all get here at three thirty or whatever?" Oh, we took the train. We we got on the train. We took this and then we caught the buses and that. Now the people in the car, most of them were late. Oh, I'm in traffic. <laughs> but you lose <laughs> points when you when you is, is we don't care about traffic because you gotta see things ahead of time so when when you talk to people and you said this is your plan okay what are some of the obstacles that will stop you from coming because now you want them to address the excuses right away oh well you know i help my daughter with her school and sometimes i gotta pick her up okay let's talk about that how many days a week to pick up what does your husband do is he gonna pick can he pick up this time okay can if will we be able to get you a babysitter because you got to take the problems out of their mind so that way they won't have no more excuses <laughs> right exactly exactly and, and that's the thing what happens to most people is that they they go through the motions first before they get to a solution so it's just like when the 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 reason why it's stated that the most powerful thing that you ever do in your life would be is make a decision. So that's where the power lies. The power lies in the decision making, not right. the action. 
that in itself, but the decision. You got know what I'm saying? So once you make right. a decision, that's where the power lies because most of the time we don't decide. We procrastinate or right. we, we'll make excuses. And we, so many times, we made so many excuses through our lives that when we make an excuse, we don't know it's an excuse. And we right. get, you know what I'm saying? And we get, we get caught in our feelings. But that sounds like an excuse to me. You go, no, no, that's not an excuse. You just don't understand. I'm telling you, I have these problems, or I have this going on, and this and that going on. Well, it sounds like an excuse to me. Because if, <laughs> if, if if it's doable, that means do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So it, we right. constantly have that excuse thing going on with us, and we just can't get out of our own way. Because we believe we are worst, we are our own worst enemy. But you know it, like you said, the hardest is the decision. Like once they start, because things become a habit. Like when you do a routine, first you got to start it. Like the f- hardest thing is that first start. Once you start, mm-hmm. now you have a reason to go back because you did it. Because that that procrastinating is you don't even start when you procrastinate. Some people don't even attempt to do it because of the procrastination thought or the fear factor. You know? Right. Right. So we go back. Now it becomes a part of your routine. It becomes a habit and you 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 can see it through. But even when people start, sometimes they stop because it's going to get difficult. Nothing's right. going to be easy. It's going to get right. difficult. Right. Exactly. And, and it's the same just like... Uh, what I was mentioning yesterday, right? But um, the the black billionaire, uh, uh, Robert Robert Smith, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was saying that he, uh, when he paid for those students of, of Morehouse College, right, right, to uh, yeah, to do the Zoom, he just right. paid for they they whole tuition Which and everything is- like that. He also set up classes and Zoom classes and everything like that. So right, that, you know, have this entrepreneurship every month, and he brought other. Uh, millionaires and billionaires in there to, to help them with classes and this is over 400 graduates right right oh no but what and remember i said uh only about 40 took advantage of it right now only 40 took advantage of, uh, oh. of of something that's a gift right so now if you ask the other you know saying 360. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? 360. What happened? Uh, what, right, yeah, why didn't you go on it? I oh, because my baby mother went and uh, right, computer. Right, right. And I'm, I'm telling you, man, that's not an excuse. I'm telling you, because, you know, such and such happened, and this and this it happened. It rained all day, and our internet service wasn't working. I, I'm telling you, they were making an excuse, <laughs> and, they would, and they, would, they would tell you that this is not an excuse. You know what I'm saying? This is real life. You don't understand. You don't understand. But yeah, I do understand. I understand that you you look the gift horse horse in the mouth and just you know say and say hey, hell with it. And we do that all the time. That's what I was saying. I put the challenge to you as to write your book, write your book. Matter of fact, that like I said, hit us up. You know, saying you got a book idea, hit us up. You know, saying and we'll help you out. We'll help you with it. Okay, no excuses, no excuses at all. You know, saying now you you have no excuses. You know what I'm saying? You have two authors right here, all right? That we wrote several books together, all right? So again, again, between the between the the, the, the two of us, we have about what seven books, Star? You know yeah. So right between the two of us, we have about seven published books, right? So so we said to we said to you, hit us up, info at morningcoffee dot 
chat, info at morningcoffee.chat. You hit us up, throw us your idea, throw us what you want to do. I mean, make it clear though. Don't be vague about it. Don't be indecisive about it. Be strong about it. Be willing about it. You're saying this is the time you're going to take this opportunity to write your book now. Now you have two people that's that's published authors that's been through the been through the rankings and, and, and everything and writing the book. We know the ups, the downs, the roundabouts and all that stuff. It ain't gonna be easy, but it don't supposed to be easy. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I don't know who told people things are supposed to be easy. And right. Michael Jordan make it look easy, he makes it look easy because he but he works hard, hard doing it. Right. So in practice, he works hard. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it's all about. He works hard. So he works hard and he makes it look easy. Tiger Woods worked hard to make it look easy. I'm saying Tom Brady works hard to make it look easy. That's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's just how it is. Right, so right. This, right. So again, and and, and I, when I wrote my first book, the reason why I went the route that I went to write, I explained earlier, you know what I'm saying? I want to do it like Hemingway or something, you know what I'm saying? Only because I wanted to own it. I wanted to own what I was doing. Okay? I wasn't trying to make it harder on me. I just wanted to own it. I wanted to say, this is me. I, I can do this. I can do it now. And I'm going to do it. Then, right. Like you said, everybody have their self-motivation. Like, whatever right. motivates us, right. we'll I get can, it done. Because we got to right. motivate ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And, and the funny thing, the two things that motivated me, I watched two videos mm -hmm. that motivated me and got me started writing my book. Okay? One was, was Lisa Nichols and um that the video was was called um uh uh a uh, 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 winner never quits and a, and a quitter never wins or something mm -hmm. like that for that the winner never quits and a quitter never wins and it's, right. it's a conversation she had with her grandmother because she used to be uh, a high school um uh swimmer you know what I'm saying and and uh, a co competitive swimmer uh -huh. she would always come in last place and so she was always, she was 16 years old and she would always come in last place and she was about to quit and give up and she sat with her grandmother said she was gonna quit because she's always she always come in last place and she put it like this she said <laughs> she said I would come in dead last that's how she put it, I come in dead last but she was saying how her, her grandma sat her down and, and said that you know you know Winners never quit and quitters never win. And, and the best winners have failed first. Right. You know, they say that. Her, yeah, she gave her a, 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 like one of them conversations. She didn't berate right. her anything. She gave her a real conversation about not quitting, not giving yes. up, and everything yeah. like that. And what happened is she went to her next meet. She went to the next meet and she actually missed the age group. Cause she was 16 years old so mm -hmm. she was in the group with the 18 years old now now she right. was so the coach said go swim go go, go get that meat right there with the 18 years old. so she now she nervous now like what wait wait a minute i belong here you know what i'm saying so okay so that was a shot to her confidence right there but when she she started off and she jumped in that water every, every stroke she kept saying to herself Quit is never win. Win is never quit. Win is right. never quit. Lose He's never saying it to never yeah. Yeah. Inspiration, it was just a motivation, inspiration. She just kept going every stroke, right. every stroke, every stroke. And then when she got to the finish line, she thought she was disappointed because she saw nobody else. And she felt disappointed. Like, man, again, here I go. I'm dead last. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then her coach pointed, said, look, Lisa, look, look, look. 
People still want She was number one. And she, right. Not, not only was she number one, she broke the record, the citywide record for 18 year olds. And she was 16. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that video was one video that, that inspired, inspired the hell out of me. That was one. And then I watched another video by Ian, by, um, by Ian Humphrey. Ian Humphrey is a motivational speaker. Now, Ian Humphrey has a very unique story. I had him here on this show before, and uh, he's a good friend of mine now. So, Ian Humphrey, his, he, he's also a Toastmaster and everything. So, I was looking at his Toastmaster competition, and, and I, I believe that year he came in, I think, second or third place. I can't remember what, what place he mm -hmm. came in. But he placed that year. And his video is called, It's Not About the Knockdown. It's about to get up. And he right. talked about how when Muhammad Ali was boxing against um, uh, Frazier. Uh, Ernie, no, Ernie Banks. I think it was Ernie Banks. Mm -hmm. And um, and and Ernie Banks knocked him, you know, knocked him on the ground. And Ali said to himself that this is no place for a champion. Got back up mm -hmm. and then beat Ernie Banks. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. So when he beat Ernie Banks, um, that was like the inspiration that they they it's not about the knockdowns about to get about to get up because Muhammad Ali got up and won. You know what I'm saying? And and what it is by Ian Humphrey. Ian Humphrey was a kid that, you know what I'm saying, he's, he's from Compton and and he has and funny Lisa Nichols too is from Compton. Um she's from South Central in in, in uh, this from Compton. But um he grew up like his mother um, his mother, he was born premature because his mother had gotten into a fight when she was pregnant and a woman um, poured hot water on her so she gave birth to him premature. Um, her mother, his mother went to jail. He was in foster care. His grandmother had to get him, you know, out of foster care, took care of him until she couldn't take care of him anymore. And he was in that, he got into trouble. He's been to jail, in and out of jail until he met um, a counselor in jail that actually ask them like these questions like, yo, what are you gonna do five years from now? What are you gonna do when you get out of here? What you gonna do with your life? And, and to try to show him that, hey man, you got these many gifts. What you gonna do with those gifts? You know what I'm saying? Right. Are you gonna waste them? Are you gonna do something with your life? This and that. And it had him thinking, you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh now I gotta turn my life around. And then and of course he didn't do it right away, but he eventually did. He, you know what I'm saying? He really, that counselor really put something into him. You know what I mean? And it turns him around. And he and, and his whole model is and his book, you can get it, Ian Humphrey's car is not about the knockdowns, about to get up. You know what I'm saying? Excellent book. You know what I'm saying? So and those two videos inspired the mess out of me. Right. But I finished watching both of those videos, I wrote the facts of life. I started writing the facts of life. It, right. Right. I started right there. I, 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 I just stopped everything after I finished those videos and just started writing. Just started writing. And I didn't, I didn't until I, you know, so I kept writing until, I, until I, I did a whole chapter. And when I wrote the whole chapter, I wrote the first chapter and then I let Deb see it and Deb read it. And I said, yeah, I started on my book. And uh, really, like, and and I read, I wrote the chapter, and she she read it, and she was like, "Hey, this is pretty good." 
Right. Really good. So she, of course, she corrected the English and the, and the punctuation is because that's what she does. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I wanted her to do anyway. And that's what she started doing, correcting it. And it was good. Then I let Gaia, the Nigeria, read it. And they was like, reading it. Like, oh, this is really good, Daddy. So then I went to the next chapter. So I fixed that first chapter, then went to the next chapter. But that's that's what started me off. I looked for something to inspire me. Right. Okay. Self motivation. Whatever that is, soul motivators, you look for that inspiration and you go for it. Don't delay anymore. That's why it's the facts of life. Faith, action, change, truth, and service. Whatever that factual, whatever that faith, your vision is, you 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 put all into that vision and then you take immediate action. Okay. Once you take immediate action, you can make whatever changes you want to make. You can shift whatever any shift you want to your paradigm. You can make. Once I wrote that first chapter, and Deb did whatever corrections to it, now I made all the changes that I need to make to it. But I took action on it first. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, right. And then, and, and you step into your truth. You have to. Stay, you have to be truthful about yourself. Be realistic. That hey, man. Can do this. Stop telling yourself lies that you can't do things. Right. Stop, stop using the word can't. Stop lying to yourself. Right. Be truthful to yourself. God give us all gifts, talents, and abilities. Every single one of us on this planet Earth, God has given us gifts, talent, and abilities. What are you gonna do with it? Right. You understand what I'm saying? What are you gonna do with it? You know what I'm saying? You gonna just die with those gift, talents, and abilities, and then say, God, you know what I'm saying? Accept me because I, I, I held it in. Oh, I was too afraid to. to 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 use them. What kind of faith is that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What kind of faith is that that you don't take the first step or any step? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Martin Luther King said, "Faith is like taking the first step and not knowing that there's a staircase." Right. You know right. what I'm saying? And right. that's, that's what you have. You have to look at faith in that manner. Yeah. You know saying you, you you take that first step, even if you know there's a staircase or not. You yes. take that first step because you have faith that is going to happen. There's that vision that you have. You know what I'm saying? If you need to create a vision board to help you with your daily vision, create that vision board. Right. Stop procrastinate. Do what you got to do. Make that that listed. Whatever you have to do. You know what I'm saying? If you if you have they they start set. You know what I'm saying? Write it in your calendar. Do it. You know what I'm saying? They have they have uh they even they have a software, Calendly, you know what I'm saying, where you can actually um put everything in the calendar to remind you and, and, and set things up and it gives you reminders and everything and it pops yeah, up. Yeah, that's why I like the the iPhone because I put everything in yeah, my yeah, because you right. and it, it pop right up for you. Yep, you and it remind you like I got a day before a reminder, or two days before, a weekend reminder, reminder. hour before yeah, you can set up any kind of way you <laughs> want to do it. Exactly. I, I even I even put my date in the calendar. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, oh, that's right. I got a date on no, a I Tuesday. You know, you know, because dates are different now. Like, you you could go on a date on a Tuesday. You know exactly. what I mean? Like back in the days, you know, when we were dating, it was a weekend thing. Weekend thing. But right. you know, now you know you got guys saying, you know, let's meet up on Wednesday night. And I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I got to calendar that in. <laughs> exactly, because they think times have changed. Times yeah. have changed. So people use their time differently now. Because mm -hmm. we know time is going to keep going regardless. So let's make the best of it. And I'm saying to you, soul motivators, stop wasting time. Just stop wasting time. Okay? Stop being afraid of being afraid. 
Okay, stop being afraid, right. baby. You have to stop doing that. At some point in your life, you have to stop being afraid of being afraid. The other thing that we do so much, we point the fingers at other people, and we always got a problem with somebody else. That's because you not you don't want to deal with you. Deal with you. Face your fears. Face your demons. Face whatever you need to face. I'm gonna right. tell you something. The hardest thing for people to do. And this is the hardest for, thing for people to do is to pray to the God within you. That is the hardest thing for people to mm -hmm. do. People will pray to any superficial God, any statue, any poster, any picture, anything like that, God up in the sky, whatever the case may be, all right? But the God within is the hardest thing in the world for us to pray to the God within. You understand? And I, I remember when uh, Markwell Russell, he was saying, he was saying that when he was making his offer to people for his coaching program and he, he said to and the person would say well i pray I'm, I'm gonna pray i'm gonna pray on it he give him the price and they said i'm gonna pray on it so okay mm -hmm. he said, but did you pray on it already like did you pray for something like this to come along to help you right yeah okay so that means you prayed on it already you asked god to give you a sign to bring you something to take the left to the next Phase, even if it's financial or whatever like that and you prayed on it all again for what reason mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying and that's what we do we get ourselves we got ourselves all caught up in that you know what I'm saying we want to look for Moses burning bush you know what I'm saying we want we want <laughs> Moses mountain not burning bush. no that was for Moses yo I made it, a it, joke it, like that like you know how women pray oh gosh you know how the women say, give me a good, send me a good man. <laughs> or either give yeah. me a sign if he's not the right one, if the guy ain't the right one. And God, <laughs> you pray on it. And, and then next thing you know, <laughs> he get dropping phone numbers out of his pocket named Tammy. got underwear in the house you found. Like, come on. these You asked God to show you if he wasn't the one. <laughs> and now you done found the underwear. And now you talk about, oh, well, maybe they was his sisters. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes people pray and they don't even they don't even yeah, see the things in front saying. of them. And they say, Are you really believing? You right, you did. Come on. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> listen, listen. Oh, uh, Mary, man. Mary has a song called "It's the God in Me." Okay. Oh yeah, I like that, that song. Mary, God Mary, it's the God. Yeah, in me. Mary, right. Mary, it's the God in me. Right. Yes. Yes. That song is Great the song. song. It's the God. You, yeah. it, it, they give they give you scenarios of different people what they going through, and then they say behind closed doors you don't see them on the knees, and they pray it's the God in me. And I'm right. saying to you, when do you, do you have the courage to pray to the God in you? You know what I'm saying? Right. Where's right. Right. that prayer? Got what I'm saying? Where's yes. that? Prayer? Yes, indeedy. The God in you. You know what I'm saying? The God in you, that's the prayer you need to the, the prayer you need to say and, and take it to the next level. You know and you know what? Once they get it, once they start it, it's gonna feel so good because that's so inside good. of you. Yes. When yes. you get your things done that you're passionate about and you start working on it, then you're gonna be like, Wow, what took me so long? That's so it's the feeling in you that is you're gonna feel so elated. Like you you get it, you once you start it, trust me. You know, like I've been, I've been procrastinating, and I'm, I'm the first because you know who gives me challenges all the time? My mother and my sister. Right. They don't let me make excuses because I was like, oh, I got to get this novel done. I got to get, and then I'm starting another novel because I, my ideas. So right. my mother said to me, when are you 
gonna finish your first novel. You've been talking right. about this exactly. novel, 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 exactly. and I got. I said, Ma, that I got this other novel. Listen, because she she reads all of the chapters. Like I right. have people that I give certain chapters to, and my mother reads books all the time. Like I'm always get she she want books as gifts. Like give me this book, give me that book, and right. so because I know she's a a, a, a reader. I always give her a couple of chapters. So right. I done gave her a chapter to the another book and she was like, what book is this now? What happened to the first book? That's procrastinating. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I gave myself a challenge and they, they you know, like I told them, I'm going to have all three of the books done. And I said, beginning of the year before my birthday. And my birthday is uh -huh. January 26th. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I have that goal and every single day I'm working towards it. That's that's yeah. great too, because you know I always have my clients do a birthday challenge, and the birthday challenge is always to get the things done by your birthday, because that's what I do. I do the same thing, and and right. and I did the same thing with when I saw first my first book of writing it. It was my birthday. I said, okay, I'm gonna start writing now, and I watched those videos, and then I and I, and I started like I told you, I started writing right away, and I gave myself I gave myself to July fourth to get it done. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and and before July 4th, I actually was reading it to my mother. You know what I'm saying? So she can, you know what I'm saying? So she can give me, and my mother actually helped me my first book. Cause those stories that you you guys hear about things when I was a baby and stuff like that, of course I don't remember you have that. To get the information. Um, yeah, I don't, I told you about me getting lost in the, in, in, in the hospital. My father searching for me, I was three years old. You think I remember that story? I remember the stories. I remember being sold to me all the time. That's what it is. Right. I remember that as a kid, can't remember that stuff. But yeah. I see Nelson, is giving us the wrap up sign. Wrap and it up. All good things up. come to an end on this terrific Tuesday. But I'm putting the challenge to all of you. Get it done. Hit us up, right? Info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morningcoffee.chat. Hit us up, man. Talk to us. We're going to help you with your book. We're going to help you with your novel. We're going to help you, you know what I'm saying? Get it done. You may even, you may even want to, uh, Start a magazine, whatever the case may be. We don't, we don't care what it is. Just get started, all right? And we want to talk about it, and we want you to talk about it, and we're gonna talk about it on the air too, all right? And <laughs> we want to be so proud of you, all right? So the challenge is over, all right? I always challenge because I always challenge people to if you want to get your driver's license, get it for your birthday. That's a birthday present to you. Anything like right, that. Right. Always give yourself that birthday present of achieving something that you know that you should be achieving that you could achieve. All right. right. So so motivators, let's take our deep breaths, our affirmation prayer, and everything like that, so you can get started <laughs> today. <laughs> All right. So breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend, extend it. One more time, beloveds. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. No matter where we are, God is, and all is well. It's Terrific Tuesdays with the motivator, Jazzy G. That is your affirmation protection prayer for the day, beloved. You take that no matter where you go today. Maybe work, school, play on this terrific Tuesday. All right? Remember, I love each and every one of you. It's not a damn thing you can do about it. 
Hey, Star, what you got going on on this terrific Tuesday besides the tacos? Going to see a blind man about a dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking about getting a dog. I, I'm seriously thinking about it. I'm seriously thinking about it. <laughs> I'm going Yo. with my friend to the pet store. <laughs> oh, all right. You're going to get your pet now. You're going to get your dog now. I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm gonna go look at it. I'm going window shopping. <laughs> All right, cool. Then you can bring you can bring a, bring the dog over to, to play with Molly because Molly's cool in the game. You know what I'm saying? She loves it. You know what I'm saying? That's my girl. You know what I'm saying? All right. Hey, so motivated. The challenge is on. The challenge is in your hands. All right. So me and Star and Nelson, we're gonna take two steps to the rear and get on out of here, y'all. We see y'all tomorrow on the morning coffee. <laughs> we love you. Soul Motivators, hit us up. Info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morningcoffee.chat.